American Criminal is a new true crime podcast from the studio behind American Scandal and American History Tellers. Every week, you'll fall deeper into the riveting stories of the country's most clever, craven, and cruel criminals. Fraud, theft, murder, and worse. Whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the whole story until now. The debut season tackles one of the most sensational cases of the 20th century, the Menendez murders. In 1989, young Lyle and Eric Menendez brutally shot their own parents. Prosecutors and the press said it was a multi-million dollar inheritance that led two greedy rich kids to murder. But the picture-perfect facade this Hollywood family built hid troubling abuse. Could these teenagers have been driven to kill? Or was it even in self-defense? Listen now. Go to AmericanCriminal.com or search for and follow American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Ah. Tease. Such a tease. Can't go into it, though. <laughs> if we know nah, what's going on, we yeah. can't go into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, again, we're not going to go into spoilers, but... um. Wow. future events but uh oh i'm so sad it's over that was i'm telling you the pacing of this shit the, through the first four episodes is unbelievable i'm so bummed i know like no i want more yeah i thought that was uh i thought that was great i'm really digging the show an, an yes. awful lot yes you know like um it's great tease at the end <laughs> I, I, I would like to go into it a little bit but um yeah i mean even if you haven't played the game, I think it's pretty obvious who those two characters are, right? Uh, I should hope the yeah. audience who hasn't played the game knows who those two characters are. They, they kind of mention they, they, them throughout they, the episode. Yeah, but. yeah. So uh, it's, it's, it should be pretty apparent who they are. Um, but I like the, the way they ended off for an introduction with them Absolutely. here. I think that's really great, especially for non-gamers. Uh, for people, I wouldn't say non-gamers, but for just people who haven't played the game. Uh, I think that's really smart, but I mean, beyond that, like the the emotional focus and intensity of this episode, I think is so solid. You know, like the something that we were talking about in heavy spoilers video is how uh, a common thing for a common phrase for actors is the this thing called um the, the prior moment. Basically, like what is your prior moment before doing a certain scene? So that often affects how your current scene is going down, right? So sometimes in this show, what they'll do is have these these scenes that are like dialogue wise, word for word, but they'll more than just change location, the prior moment leading into this scene where they're ripping straight out the dialogue from a scene, it'll still feel completely different because it's got a different prior moment leading into it or a different placement of when they decide to show this particular word for word scene, like the scene on the staircase, for example. Um, you know, and talking about hurting innocent people and stuff like that, uh, and other moments throughout. You know, like the, the car placement scene was almost like exactly from the game, like at the very beginning. Also, too, with, with the magazine and with stuff. With her, yeah. uh, with him in the game, he gets extremely upset at her when she takes the gun and shoots the guy. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, because that the whole that whole thing was very different in the game. Yeah. I mean, now that we've gone to that point, like there's this whole sequence that happened at a was it a hotel or it something? It was a hotel. Yes. It was a little bit after. No, it was not it was, a little bit after test died. It was after no, yeah. Bill. It, well, yeah, yeah, it was after the Bill. It, was, it yeah. was around this time. It was just a little further along than that specific location where they yeah. crashed the car. But I love the addition that they do here because, you know, like in the game when she does shoot that guy, 
it's just some random guy who tried to drown Bill. Like, it's just some random, uh, not Bill, Joel. It's some random guy who tried to drown Joel. And then here, this dude's like, humanizing moment. Begging, my name's yeah. Brian. <laughs> like, please don't. And it, and it drives home that point of harsher decisions and like harsher choices you have to make for survival. And it's, it makes it more heartbreaking. Because, like, I'm not heartbroken for the guy, of course, of course. but, you know, it makes the choice a little bit harder to adapt to when, oh, now this person has a name, this person has an identity, this person's crying. Like, it's it's a whole new ball game when you're you're dealing with that level of emotion. It uh, more real. It. Yeah, it's, it, it adds a more realistic touch, and even cutting to Ellie, you know, on her own private time, uh, you know, shedding a tear over... What just happened? Whereas there's a little more badass in the in the game, and here you're you're seeing, and that that was, and I like that they did that because I remember in the game thinking Ellie might be a little bit more like what we actually saw here in the show, where she does get like very like, like they do have that conversation that you see, but this is something that I, I liked actually cutting to the perspective of her immediate aftermath and the struggle of what she just dealt with in that moment, you know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, it's interesting you say that about the, you know, the, the moment before that happens, because that was literally what I was thinking, you know, in terms of that specific uh, moment where, you know, she shoots the, the guy in the game versus where she shoots him here. And then the discussion that they have. Yeah, a lot of the dialogue is very similar, but because of, I mean, similar situations, but different parts, like that whole exchange happens in the game, like immediately after with, you know, him getting very mad at her. Whereas in this, it happens a short time after because they've, they've gone to hiding now where you made a great comparison, felt like World War II where they're hiding from, you know, soldiers. So I thought that was a great comparison. <laughs> but um, yeah, and also, too, I, I think an interesting touch that they did in this is in the game, uh, for those of you who have not played, we kind of mentioned it during the reaction. The hunters are not touched upon other than they're just hunting for whoever is out there and they just want to kill you. There's no specific reason other than they're just hunting you. They're so cold-blooded assholes. Exactly. Yeah. So I actually like the touch of, you know, there's no black and white. There is some gray there of, you know, the, these characters are more humanized now. They've got this leader, Kathleen, played by Melanie. Remember that? LeBlanc. LeBlanc. Uh, Linsky, I Linsky. Mel Melanie Linsky from uh, Two and a Half Men and uh, uh, Ever After with Drew Marymore. But I, I actually She's like... up, right? What? She's not in the game, right? No, no, no. The that Kathleen's yeah, not yeah, yeah, I was Kathleen, like watching it go and... Yeah, Kathleen is not a character in the game. And <laughs> again, with the Hunters, we don't ever see a leader in, in, the, in the video game. So mm -hmm. again, I thought that was an interesting touch, the whole revenge story about two certain specific or one specific character that she kept on mentioning and again it just adds a, a very humanizing touch to the character it adds a lot more layer and depth now when you play the games like okay no even though in the it's different contexts of course but you can play it around in your mind now but i that's one of the things i really love about this show is they're not slaves to the game yes they want to get some you know visual imagery that they want to pay respects to yes there are lines of dialogue they do want to pay respects to but they they take you know they they expand upon things we've mentioned that plenty of times and but they do it in a very smart and provocative way and again I just I really wasn't even thinking like oh yeah they're, they're, watching the first three episodes they're definitely going to expand upon the hunters and give a an in depth leader that where I'm going to feel a little more like kind of sympathizing for the leader on why they're searching for these characters but at the same time I don't want them to find the characters so it's like again there's no there's no black and white there's a gray area in there so. I thought that was a very smart decision uh, by Craig Mazin and uh, Neil Druckmann. And again, just really interesting expanding upon the hunters. And 
I know. I'm sorry I shouted so loudly uh, when we saw Jeffrey Pierce. I was just so excited. I wasn't expecting to see him right there. Uh, but that was so cool that they got him in there. Yeah, I made the joke that it'd be awesome if we could get him with Gabriel Luna. I want to get Troy Baker, do a scene with Joel. I want to get Ashley Johnson, do a scene with uh, Belly. So let's make it happen, Neil Druckmann. I know the show's been shot, but just re-edit, go back. <laughs> yeah. It would be neat. I'm, I'm finding myself on a on a, the experience of this is is interesting because I'm finding myself like there there's so many times where I'm like that is from the game, but I, before in like the first couple episodes I'd be like this is straight from the game like I'd be freaking out, but now I'm like I'm so immersed in the show that I'm just like having a kind of a quiet acknowledgement in my head I'm like that that is in the game, but I'm I've I've just adapted so much to this new version <laughs> that it's just kind of cool <laughs> to take it on its I'm, I'm really finding myself taking it more on its own now more than ever versus just constantly thinking so much about the game even when i'm reminded of scenes of like oh yeah i remember this line of this this, this exchange and stuff like that because they the, yeah. the way the 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 friendship is the kinship i would say more so the kinship between ellie and joel is developing while similar, it feels different. Yeah, it, there, there's, there's more of a offbeat pairing about the two of them, you know, <laughs> in this one. Yet the chemistry and the coalition of them still, it still gels very much. It still gels very well. Yet the, I think like physically, there's just something about the way that they, they look that makes them a little bit more of an oddball pairing. But that makes it more charming to me <laughs> versus yeah. the because like what what I mean by that is if if you were to just show me the cover of the Last of Us game and you showed me Joel and Ellie and you said they were father and daughter, I'd be like, okay, like they would look like they look like their father and daughter, right? Where here you get you really get the sense of strangers who are forming a kinship here. And I, I like that kind of odd pairing between them. It makes it, it it drives home that character development even more. And having these like things with the riddles and the, and the little jokes that they're making and the puns, yeah, yeah, the puns and when to pl when to place them, yeah, riddles. <laughs> when, when to pull, when thought to, this was the hobbit hardcore riddles to solve. <laughs> but the placements of 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 those scenes and like having the camping moments and um, watch watching in the private time of his protection for her growing and i i love the scene when he is struggling to connect with her and open up yeah he'd be like hey are you all he needs to be like is are, are you okay and it's cool watching pedro pascal do it because we've seen him do so many performances and to see him play a guy who has a, like an actor's job is to connect and be vulnerable <laughs> so to see a guy really like be such a believable version of someone who can't do that is uh is really uh it's intriguing to me on a lot of levels there was one thing specifically i mentioned if all else fails there's one thing they have this was during our trailer reaction uh the final trailer reaction of the show if all else fails there's one thing they have to nail on this show and that's the relationship and the chemistry between joel and ellie and so far through four episodes I mean, hook, line, and sinker. It's been absolutely beautiful. It's endearing. It's adorable. Yeah, there are some... You made really good analysis on some differences from the game to uh, what we've, we're seeing on the show. In spirit, uh, I feel a lot of similarities. But yes, I agree with what you're, you're saying. But 
I mean, there's just so many little character moments that I just deeply appreciate, and I'm just getting so emotional. I mean, obviously, I'm emotionally connected with these characters in the game, obviously, but I'm, I'm talking just straight up from the show. The yeah. chemistry that these two actors have with each other, with Belly and with Pedro Pascal, is just unbelievable. They just, the rapport they have, you just instantly get, at least for me, you just instantly get connected with these two characters. Uh, I just really love watching them. I think my favorite part, too, yes, it's it's the softer, more vulnerable moments I, that I deeply appreciate. And those are probably some of my favorite moments, but I love when they bag on each other. Like, there's just something so yeah. in, there's something so cute and endearing about that. And also, too, I, as I pointed out, when he was t- showing her how to use the gun, like, again, I, I normally wouldn't say that that's cute, but that was really, yeah. that was really adorable. I just, again, just everything they do, it just gets me more emotionally attached to these two characters, and they're both just doing such a wonderful job i know everyone when belly was originally cast like she doesn't look like ellie now granted i had never seen game of thrones i heard she does a phenomenal job on that show but i mean to me she's just doing such an amazing job as as ellie she's just like again she's got that bad out that badass persona and that smart mouth but the chemistry that she invokes with pedro pascal it's just it's really beautiful to watch they're they're so electric together on screen and it's just really it's really beautiful to watch it's so endearing so i i really i really love what they're doing with each other the rapport that they have with each other it's just it's 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 really sweet well i'm really yeah i'm really taking it i find myself comparing way less and just taking the show on its own merits as time goes on i love i love that experience and I think episode three really helps set yeah, the, yeah. The, mo- the, play- the playing field for that. Good, good point. <laughs> like, because episode three is so different that I'm, it is easier to kind of just take whatever I'm getting now on, on, like, just what is the show doing and just leave it at that, you know? And because, like, you know, Pedro Pascal's version of Joel feels very different to me than Troy Baker's. And it's cool to have Bella Ramsey here whose version feels very akin to um, Ashley Johnson. To Ashley Johnson. It feels so akin to it, yet doesn't feel like she's playing Ellie. It feels like she's... It sounds so pretentious to say. It sounds like, it sounds like she's being Ellie, yeah. you know? Yeah. It, and and I, I love that you kind of... You got one that feels very, in a lot of ways, very a- accurate to the game, and then one that feels like they're, they are doing their own thing, but yes. both feel very natural and nuanced and lived in, and... Uh, yeah, I'm I'm really falling for the, the 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 tone of it, and so much of the character development of these two seems to be in a lot of just moments of quiet, like quiet moments, yeah. uh, private moments, moments where there's exchange of looks and not like big dialogue scene. Like the dialogue's important, but so much of the character development and and the understanding of them seems to just be in the body language and in the eyes. Oh, for sure. And and, and again, like the the private moments. I, I think that's really neat. Like to have a moment like where Ellie's crying by herself. And then if you and then the next scene when she's with Joel, it's it's like she wasn't crying. She doesn't even play it like she's covering up. You know what I mean? No. Like you would, if they deleted the whole thing of her crying, you would not have thought for a second that she's covering up tears. And I think that makes it even more real because it's a real version of covering up. Yeah, no, and uh, just adding on to what you say too, like that that la- one of the last scenes that we saw there where Joel just thought that that pun joke was just so stupid, and you see him finally smiling, letting his guard down, and 
you just kind of see that humanity starting to come back towards Joel and that love that he felt, uh, the love he had uh, for Sarah and the love and protection. And now it's, you know, that he feels that way towards Ellie. And it's just really blossoming really nicely. So yeah. it's, I, I love it. And granted, we're not going to talk about what we think was underground that was starting to come up. Um, although gamers, you probably know it. Uh, you know exactly what the fuck. <laughs> you know, yeah, you, you, know, know, you, you know what's you, coming off on the ground. Yeah, you know it's, you know it's coming, but... I think, like, one thing I did appreciate about that moment with Kathleen is she's so blinded by revenge, which, again, I can't go into spoiler territory about future events, not in the first game. Um, I just think it's an interesting theme, again, being so blinded by revenge to get, you know, to get your target that you're going to sacrifice everything else and, you know, lose your humanity over it. It's, It's an interesting, you know, theme to come by and just to see that. I, again, I like when they play around with that. I think it's very interesting. So I'm, um, yeah. I did, again, I just didn't expect to get so many different layers here with the hunters. I just that was just I should have thought about that, you know, with how, what they did in episode three and what the, how much they've expanded just in general with the first two episodes. But that's why this show is so smart. I'm like, I don't give any dams about the hunters in in the game. Like, no. shoot and kill them all. But like here, it's. Again, while I, of course, want them to defend themselves, I don't want, you know, Joel, Ellie, and the two characters we saw at the end to get hurt. (laughs) Of of course, I don't want any of them to get hurt. Of course not. But, again, just when you humanize and give us an emotional connection to these characters and a relatability, it's like, damn, Neil and Craig, very nice touch because I hate it. I hated these assholes in the game. Like, I wanted them to die so bad. Well, that's the cool part about it is this, while there's, you know, like, in, in... that whole thing with uh, when the truck gets smashed and then they they fight the hunters and stuff. Yeah. Like while there's like some good visual motifs that make you that harken back to the gameplay of that moment. What I like about what this show does so well is that it doesn't feel like they're just trying to recapture what the gameplay looks like. They're they really drive home the the humanity and the violence. Like yeah. the violence hits. And they they more go so go for the emotion that the characters must be experiencing in this moment more than let's do a cool visual recreation of the gameplay of because there's a there's a scenario where you could do that that's what most video game adaptations would attempt to do and, and really fail at it and then here they they don't even seem bothered by it while there's like little parts for the most part I'm not like oh damn they're doing that thing that looks like just a cool moment from when you're playing in the game. And I, I like that they lean more into, they keep it all thematically and emotionally based. And even even in the scenes where they could just easily go, let's recreate what the gameplay's like. Yeah, for you sure. Know? And it's also interesting, too, in the last two episodes, we barely, I mean, obviously in this episode, we didn't really see any infected. I don't think we saw any infected in the last episode. Well, I mean, it's a big part of Last of Us is man versus man yeah no no no. of yeah. course but I, I my point is that that's why i try and tell people who have never played the game like yes there are zombies are infected whatever you want to say yes they are in there but th- they're really a backdrop part of the game they're not the, it's not a it's not a no. zombie infected type of game where that's the main focus like that's just it's a part of the world but that's well, what a primal survival humanity <laughs> is what yeah. this show is about this the world is 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 uh is about yeah yeah but i think they're doing a great job of like you know taking a br- little break from the infected on a couple episodes and then you know getting into the humanity of these characters fleshing out these characters you know showing us uh, survival of the fittest moments and all that stuff so i and again just the stuff they're doing with ellie and joel is i, I really love these two actors so much yeah. they're just so they're great so great together so i'm i 
And also, too, I, I mentioned this right right at the start of the review. This show, I know we're only four episodes in. Again, this is through four episodes. This is one of the best-paced shows I've ever seen. It's really well-paced. It's yeah, really, really like, well-paced. There's never moments where I'm like, even on the last episode, what, what like an hour and 15, whatever yeah. it was, I was like, I'm ne- even when they go slow burn, when they go action, I'm never like, this is really dragging. It's really off balance with, with the the, pa- the pacing is really not there yet. They're always right. And again, that's not it. For someone who has like watched other people in film and know people who work in the film industry, it's not an easy thing to to balance and get something well paced. It's very hard actually. And through four episodes, absolutely they've nailed yeah. it, in my yeah. opinion. They're executing the shit out of this and I'm loving it. Yep. All right, guys, what do you think about this episode? Leave your thoughts down below. Um, look out for John and Tara's reaction, and you can follow Andrew on Twitter. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us, if, especially if you made it this far in the video. Please subscribe if you haven't done so, and we will talk with you all soon. Thank you for being here. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? Would they shop? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.